0: you're listening to Ants Talk. My
1: next guest is the founder of Gratitude Glass Jars. Just nine weeks after creating the product, she found herself on stage with Oprah Winfrey sharing her story. Her idea has taken off around America and has also spread to six other countries around the world. Please welcome to the show, Claire Summers. How are you, Claire?
0: I'm really well. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. Listen, when I read your bio and I read Oprah Winfrey, I was like, you're on! (laughs) Because she, she is literally my god. My husband goes to me all the time. Will you shut up about Oprah? He actually ended up uh, buying me a ticket to one of her shows here just to shut me up for a while.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, when you get to meet her, you just radiate towards her like you're oh, on a conveyor belt. You just want to sit underneath her arm and be hugged. <laughs> I
1: literally, so funny enough, so she did a show here in Adelaide and um, it was actually I was very lucky because I was quite close to the stage and because it was, as you'd know, majority female audience, there was probably only really... What, six eight guys in the whole room and when she started the show she went you know welcome, welcome welcome and she's like oh i can see we've got some males here let's let's give it up for the males all the males stand up so there was only six of us i am literally right here and she's looking straight at me and going welcome welcome and i'm frozen going <laughs> like i felt like i was like la the lights are happening
0: she <laughs> has an energy by god
1: oh, she really does
0: you does.
1: Claire, how and why did you come up with the idea of the gratitude jar? Oh,
0: I share my story because it's such a beautiful story about going from the depths of the lowest to the highest of the highs. Mm. I, At the start of 2017, I really went through a really difficult time and four major major events happened to me and they were just one after the other mm. and I really couldn't breathe. I started off the start of the year and I had a miscarriage I'd left a really bad relationship and then I nursed my dad through terminal cancer and that was all within six months.
1: Wow.
0: And I was already in a dark place and then I came out of that and decided to go through the process of IVF to freeze my eggs and unexpectedly nearly died through that, through a complication with the process. And that was all within seven months. And when I came out from hospital, I was so fearful of the world I really struggled to still describe it. It's almost like I became agoraphobic. I was just waiting for the next horrific thing to happen to me. And I was in such this negative vortex in my mind that I was just spiraling downwards and downwards and downwards and downwards. And I just could not, could not breathe, couldn't have a, a happy or a positive thought in my mind. And, when I came out from hospital, that was when I started to create this gratitude glass jar and I did it for myself and I wrote something just really short and really sweet and beautiful to myself every morning and every night of something that I was grateful for. And it might've been just the smallest thing that I'd slept throughout the night or I'd managed to feed myself or, Mm. you know, that you'd made your bed like the bare basics. I was really that bad. And you know, I made it beautiful and I made it sit by my bedside table and I made sure that it was just something beautiful to look at that I'd be reminded to do. Yeah. And slowly after time, I started to see my cards rise and I'm a visual person. And it was like, you know, the, is, your heart, is your glass half empty or is it half full? And when you start to see cards visually taking place in front of you and starting to fall out of the jar, you realise that you do have some good things that are happening in your life mm. and that was where it all started so and I really created it just for me and then I did it for some friends and family that were also going through some difficult times yeah and then I happened to take it to a trade show to see that's if anybody great. else liked it and that's amazing. when my life changed
1: that is amazing now I know yeah. you were going through these um traumatic times uh, but what gave you the strength do you think to channel that into something so creative Because it was, I mean, as you said, it was such a dark time. And where was that glimmer of light that you finally saw to even start something like this?
0: I probably had two glimmers of light. And the first was when I was in hospital and being on death's door and almost sort of wanting to die. There were a couple of days there where I just did want to die because the pain was too much. You have some very vivid thoughts. And I had two vivid thoughts when I was in the hospital bed and the first was that I hadn't done anything that I felt was significant in my life yet I hadn't reached my vocation um on paper I had an amazing career mm. ridiculous career that anyone anybody would look at and say wow she's super successful but that was never fulfilling and I hadn't created something yet and the second was that I hadn't I didn't have a family by my bedside. I didn't have kids and, you know, the loving partner. And they were two really strong um, thoughts that, you know, hit you in deep, deep within your heart and within Mm. your soul that you don't forget. And I guess it was remembering those two thoughts and then also just having this inner, inner belief and this inner flame that I just deserved better. And I, I, I really credit that inner flame to just like continually remind me that I had to push mm. through that dark negative space and that even though I had days where I just wanted to give up and I thought I was going to give up, <clears throat> that, that little inner light never died. Yeah. And I think that was what propelled me forward, most thoughts of what I really wanted to do within my life.
1: Yeah. So it's so amazing that when you are in those really dark times, there are the people that don't have that glimmer of light and end up in some cases ending their own life. Where with the majority of us, we do still have that glimmer. And I think it's, it's, of I don't, I'm going to say hope um, that things will get better and focusing even the slightest amount of energy on that. It's amazing how it does change you and pick you up and, allows you to continue on because it is so easy to give up in those really dark times. I mean, I've been through them myself. I'm sure many of my listeners have. So it's, it's a really beautiful thing. The human nature that we have to continue on.
0: Definitely. And I think it's, you know, having the brave um, spirit to share your story as well, that definitely, when you are in that deep, that deep dark space, you don't want to tell anybody because you can't verbalise it yourself. You don't know why you're thinking and feeling how you are and and that that adds to that feeling of being lost. But mm-hmm. I think if you can also manage during that time just to try and speak to somebody about what you were going through and just to get it out of your mind as well, you start yeah. to realise also that you're not the only one that's been in this place. Very, very few of us get through this world without some you know traumatic event happening to them and I found personally that once I did start to reach out to people that was the other switch for me that really turned you know I'd be uh, talking to girlfriends that I'd known for 20 years that have gone through a similar experience but didn't tell me when they were going through it and mm-hmm. I was just floored and devastated that even though we had such a great strong friendship that you know you, the people were still not talking about these things so yeah, yeah it's when you are down, you've got to dig hard, but there are other people out there that have, you know, been there before you and sort of know the way forward as mm, well.
1: Definitely. I mean, that's the thing. I, th- I really do believe that sharing our stories with each other, it doesn't matter how serious or not serious or how big or small we think they are. It always helps other people. Always. And I've, I've really become more aware of that while doing this show because the people that I interview are so varied and then the issues that we're talking about are so different to each other. But there's so many episodes that I've done where I've been also allowed to, to talk about my issues, which we share because I've been through a gamut of things myself. And so the beauty of being able to talk about it and be like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I've been there myself. I mean, even just before I started this interview, I was also talking to another friend of mine who has been having a really troublesome time for about the last year. And he's finally out of it at the moment. And it's so beautiful to see that he's out of that dark time. Um, And he just sort of asked if he should post an Instagram post about the whole situation. And, And as a little bit of an explainer to, I suppose all the friends that were surrounding him at that time and wondered why he had gone quiet and gone off the radar sort of thing. And I said, do it, do it, make sure you Mm -hmm. do it. I said, you know, this is not only going to be good for you. It's going to be good for so many people that read it because we've got to show weaknesses to each other. There's no harm or shame in it.
0: Absolutely. And it's funny that you say that I was with a girlfriend yesterday who I've just met who'd gone through a very, very similar relationship to what I had gone through. And she was talking about, You know, losing friends during Mm. that time as well because, you know, not everybody has different experiences and I think you're also fearful that you are going to lose friends. And Mm. what we were talking about and my advice to her was that you need to find the friends that also have gone through something similar to what you have gone through. Yeah. And, you know, you can't... Having this conversation with everybody might not be the right thing to do. You really need to find your tribe that can relate and can understand what you have gone through so that you can talk to them really deep in depth with no with complete vulnerability and authenticity behind who Mm. you are and then at the same time getting that off your chest then allows you to talk to that other group of friends about something different because you really have you know cared and shared to a degree where you can see a little bit of love and life you know laughter and some good times with some of your other friends. Mm. And that also helps to pull you out from that state that you are in and remind yourself that there's balance in the world out there as well. And, you know, life is moving forward and that you want to be part of that moving forward as well.
1: Yeah, So,
0: yeah, you need to be um, mindful of who you do talk to about it. But once you've found somebody that gets exactly where you are, uh, you know, your tears end up, end up being laughter yeah, when you talk exactly, about what you exactly. have gone so through. Yeah.
1: I mean, I also still think, still talk to those ones. You're not really, you know, you're not too sure about because you're going to open their eyes and ears and that's exactly mm. what they probably need. So yep. I'm, always, I'm all about learning, teaching other people lessons.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if somebody had said to me, um, even in laughter or a conversation, Oh, if you heard about this thing called gaslighting or if you heard of that oh, projection, <laughs> I would have Googled that.
1: Yeah, to yeah. find yeah. out
0: what they were talking about. Oh,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: Instead of running into it myself and yeah. having to learn it the hard way. So, you know, just dropping these little things in so true. Help a lot of people. Yeah. It really
1: does. It really does. Now, yeah. I also know that you had a job offer in the States, which you were hesitant to go to, but ended up taking the jars, as you mentioned, to the New York Now trade show. Tell us about the actual t- day and, and when you turned up with your jars.
0: Oh, well, literally, I, it was when I was out from hospital. It was a month out to the date. And I'd just gone back to work part-time in a very high-stressed, you know, job. And, and I knew I was definitely going down the wrong path. And I actually got a phone call to go to the US for a job in Silicon Valley in this amazing role in you know, head of emerging technologies, travelling the world, expanding my mind, Sound fantastic, but I didn't want to take it because I st- my mindset was still back then that the plane's going to crash. I'm going to kill everybody. It's going to be my fault. I'm going to get shot in America. Like I, I was still really fighting every day for positive thoughts yeah. instead of the negative. And I did take the job, but up until that very night, I wasn't going to do it, but I did. And I thought even if I go for three weeks, three months, six months, it's something new and it's going to help. Yeah. So little old me jumped on the plane and I took my jar with me and I took my cards with me actually in my laptop bag and I kept referring to them during the flight to give me confidence. And that's, that's a tool that I use to this day. I still carry my cards with me. And literally, this is where it sounds like a D-grade soap opera. <laughs> I'd landed in the States and I started to get sexually harassed by my boss. And I literally was, what have I done? I believe in karma, all my values and all my beliefs in the world have just been thrown upside down. I really thought this is my brand new start. So what have, what have I done wrong to keep getting this experience? Mm. And instead of turning into that victim state, I really turned that into motivational slash anger <laughs> and I fought back <laughs> and I it was during that time that I took my jar to a trade show over in New York because I wanted to walk the High Line and have a cocktail with a girlfriend and let loose for the weekend. And I went to New York now and it's this is beautiful trade show in the Javits Centre and they're all these big brands. It's like Kate Spade and York Jensen and little old Claire with gratitude glass jars is in the back corner of this huge trade show next to where the bins are and the, you know, the bar and the bar flies and the alcoholics and the, and it was just me, little naive, little me. And I actually pulled out my cards that morning as I was walking in there and I was just like, Hey girl, look at you go. That was the card that I remember reading.
1: Wow. And
0: At about 10.30 that morning, I was awarded the prize for the best new product at the show for the gift and the lifestyle category. And then an hour later, this couple walked into my booth and I just thought that they were buyers. Mm. And they overheard my story and I was actually chatting to a customer and we were both in tears because the gratitude, the the jars brings out stories within people and an emotional response. And that's, Mm. that's what it's all about. So we were chatting away and... The couple that actually entered my booth were the editors from O Magazine that run Oprah's Favorite Things, and once again, little naive Australian reached out to the guy that was there and said, "I oh, please take a seat, buddy. You look exhausted <laughs> because I thought he was being dragged around by his wife after shopping." And they sat there and they heard my story. They got up and asked a thousand and one questions afterwards. And at that point, I knew something was up. I knew that they were pretty significant. And at the end, they handed me the card and it was the Oprah card. And they said, can you please drop one off at her office later on that night? So I literally packed up shop early.
1: Yeah, I would have been out of there. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And also the beautiful thing was everybody around me knew who these people were. They were like, Oprah, it's Adam, it's. So everybody came rushing over and they're like, you've got to go up, you've got to drop it off, like here's a bag, take it up. Okay. And so I ended up walking them up and I think it was 42 blocks in the hot summer New York sun because I just wanted to enjoy the experience of yeah. it as well. Yeah. Gratitude has forced me and I love it. It's forced me to slow down and really appreciate what I'm doing and where I am. So I walked and I'm carrying out my bags and I picked up a note card and I wrote the note card to her and said, thank you for this opportunity. And then literally dropped them off, went to the Highline, got my frozen pinkberry yogurt, glass of champagne, met a friend, just, you know, had a great night. And then two weeks later, I got an email saying, congratulations, you're in her list. Wow. And then another two weeks later from that, I was actually back in Australia and I had a phone call from that gentleman, Adam, and he just said, are you prepared? I went, no, I'm not, not prepared at all. And she said that you are her favourite, favourite, favourite thing and that she loves, loves, loves the gratitude glass jar. And at that point I knew that was something substantial to get a phone call. Mm. And I booked a flight to China that night to meet my glassblower for the first time who had done 300 of these things so far for me and suddenly I'm over there saying, no, we need a lot more <laughs> and we need them in seven weeks. <laughs> so wow. it was just madness. And I stayed over in China and I watched every single glass get blown. And it was just me and my active wear with seven Asian men around me smoking the cigarettes and me going, yes, no, yes, no to every jar. And everything went wrong. My bank account got hacked $20,000. My My print got burnt in a factory fire and they had to print it all back to front. Oh, sorry, they printed it all back to front. And if it wasn't for the fact that I was over in China and just happened to glance to my right-hand side, I wouldn't have seen that and I would have gone live with Oprah's favourite thing completely back to front. So that was China and I ended up leaving there pretty much just to get into New York City for the launch event, which I'd been invited to and I knew that that was also a rare event Mm. to get an invitation. So I ran to New York and at this point every single dollar that I own was sitting in jars on boats and planes being shipped into Amazon for this campaign. And I had about $3,000 in my bank account left at the ripe old age of 37, which is a very scary phenomenon. (laughs) And I'd paid for my flight home and my two nights accommodation. So I knew that I could afford whatever was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I was given this huge list of, you know, opening day, you're going to appear on E News and the Today Show, and like the media was sensational. And I woke up bright and early in New York City only to find that not one mention of the gratitude glass jar happened on all the media. And at this point, I am, I'm just, I'm lost for words and thinking, like, what have I done? But even though I was, you know, worried about my financial future at that stage, I still didn't have any regrets because I hadn't left anything on the table. I thought it's not going to fail because of me.
1: Mm. There's
0: nothing that I had, you know, and I was still going to enjoy the experience. So I jumped in the shower to go to the hairdressers and at 11.16, my laptop just went nuts and it was like a, a video machine or a gaming machine just going off. It was just sale after sale after sale it was happening. I couldn't touch my laptop for you know, couldn't type a a key onto it. It was just nuts. And then I got a phone call at about three o'clock that afternoon to confirm that I was coming and that, you know, was I aware of what had happened. And I said I'm pretty I think I know what has happened that sold out and they just said in the number one selling product on Amazon from her list. Uh. It was just insane. And then I got to the launch event and that's where I was sitting on, sitting in the state, sitting in the room and I went behind the counter where she'd wrapped, where they had wrapped all of the presents and I knew the shape of my jar. So I knew what it was and I'm taking a happy snap, which is on my Instagram and I'm pointing to the chart and at the same time I'm pointing, I'm looking down and I see a running list for the event. And it's got Oprah, tequila shot, a book, gratitude glass jar. Oh. And at that point I knew that something was going to happen. So wow. <laughs> yeah. What an amazing
1: sad. experience.
0: It was just amazing. It was just, it was like, it, I call it the Cinderella story. Yeah. It was just, you know, Definitely. it was just perfect. And, I went and sat back in the stage and like clockwork, the running sheet started happening. Out comes Oprah. We all do a tequila shot to start the night, which is her favourite drink. She starts talking about the book that she'd just written and then she just starts talking about how important gratitude is and about the gratitude glass jar. And the next moment, Adam, who's also on stage, who was the one that discovered me, and Gail, her best friend, who... I have a crush on. She is amazing. (laughs) She is amazing. She is just, she is so humble. Yeah. Um, They said, but Oprah, there's a beautiful story that goes with the jar. And Adam remembered my story word for word and just shared it with the audience. And the next minute I'm being invited up on stage with Oprah Winfrey, the queen of gratitude. Mm. She was the one that I learned it from, you know, when I was in my youth going through university. Same. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to wake up, not wake up, but go down and study and at 2.30, 3 o'clock, I'd watch Oprah every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. missed an episode. <laughs> no,
0: not at all. Not at all.
1: I don't, I don't think- know. I actually don't know if I would have been able to cope in that moment. That's where I probably either would have had an out-of-body experience or collapsed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because it was just, um, it felt so natural. There was no fear. There's no, I guess, a little bit of outer body that it was happening. But it actually felt so natural for it to be happening. And I yeah. think I've, I think I'd hit that state of flow where, you know, it was just the right, the right thing at the right time in the right
1: Destiny, situation. really.
0: Yeah, it was destiny. And I wasn't nervous. I was very calm. And as I said, it was just like you gravitate towards this woman and it's, you know, you speak just so naturally.
1: That's amazing.
0: Tune in each week for Anne's talk to learn about real life stories, celebrities and everything in between.
1: So it was not only Oprah's favourite things in 2017 and Oprah's favourite things but also the Hall of Fame in 2019 in O
0: Magazine. Yeah. yeah.
1: incredible is that? It,
0: 2019 was completely unexpected. Once again, it was another phone call and she had selected seven People like me that had created products, so the actual founders. Mm. And in her list, there's a mix of people like me, or these big companies that produce something, and you know the latest technical piece from Google or whatever. And but she put together seven of us, and they were, we were her favourite things that so she called her Hall of Fame, and we're all founders that had just yeah. created something really because we just felt it was the right thing to do whether or not it's for ourselves it was just something beautiful or it meant something for us and it Mm. was all she just shared our stories once again of why we created the the products that we did and how much they would meant to people
1: that is so incredible
0: it was incredible and completely unexpected again so
1: so why do you think it's so important to practice gratitude
0: I believe that gratitude is the key difference between having a good life versus a bad life. And I say bad just because it's the opposite of good. But I think every day that you wake up, you have a choice as to how you want to live your day. And I don't think that we all realise the power that sits within us to, to have that choice. And gratitude to me is such a simple beautiful concept that anybody can grasp. It's not for mystics. It's not for, you know, Buddhas on the hill to sit there. It is within the hands of everybody. And it's not putting on rose-coloured glasses and pretending that the world is fine and there's nothing horrible going on or, you know, nothing significant happening to your family and friends. It's actually the complete opposite. You choose to be fully, completely aware of your life, yourself, your surroundings your relationships that you have, and you're actively choosing to focus on those things that bring you joy, that make you smile, and also by doing that, helps you reduce the anxiety that sits there about the things that you can't control. Mm -hmm. And really it's the things that you can't control that brings us into fear, into anxiety, into depression, into thinking about the past or thinking about the future. And they're the things that aren't going to propel you to move forward. And they're not the things that are going to make sure that you're living the life that you really, really want to live. And if you can manage to park those by focusing on gratitude and focusing on those small little beautiful things, you'll start to see that they start to increase. And you're open to new experiences. And mm. something because your eyes are open to, you might have the opportunity to go and talk to somebody or to go to meet somebody that, you know, if you're in a your negative state, you might say no to. But if you're in that state and you say, yes, your world just keeps constantly expanding. And I think this is where that concept of manifestation comes from, which sits within gratitude. It's because you are so aware and your eyes are open and you know what you want because you've been honest and authentic within yourself. You start going down that path that brings you joy. And, you know, you might not realise at the time, but six, seven, eight months later, you turn around and go, actually, that's what I wanted to happen. Yeah. And I did do it and I did follow it because you actively chose to do that.
1: Mm. It's funny. There was actually a, um, a Facebook thing that went around a, well, maybe about two years ago and it was just a post that people would share and tag you in. And I was tagged in one and I hate those things normally and I never even partake. I just pretend I didn't see it. <laughs> but this day, this day it was actually about sh- putting, going for 10 days and putting, I think it was five things that you're grateful for each day. And I would normally never partake. And this one I thought, why not? Let's do it. And as I did it, you know, first day it was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah okay. That was, yeah, that's easy. Let's just write that down. And it wasn't until about the third day when I had a really, really crappy day. And mm. I got home and I was like, ugh, I've got to do that thing. And I got on and I'm sitting there and it was so bizarre the feeling of just sitting there and focusing on those five things and they might have been really minute of that day that made me feel gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I walked away from that computer in a such better mood
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: I took that five minutes, whatever it took, to actually look back and really see the important things in life yeah because all the crap that we get through get have to do each day work and shopping and postage and worrying about all the little things that are happening taking that 5 minutes to actually look at your day and even if it is a small minute thing but makes you feel grateful for it and happy it's mm-hmm. such a life changing thing it really is
0: and it re- and it's life changing but it's it's also for life yeah. I think that was the learning for me that you know I had this amazing experience that happened after such a tragic experience, mm. and I could naively keep going down that path, saying, "Oh well, life's good now," mm. you know, "No, life's great. Don't have to worry about you know, nothing's bad is ever going to happen to me again." Uh, 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 like you know, yeah. the you know those things keep coming at you nonstop. I've just had mm. another disappointment over the last week that you know it's it's through practicing gratitude and building resilience, you find that your strength to combat those daily chores or the daily things that are, you know, really pulling you down, it just grows in strength to the point that, you know, you switch very quickly into gratitude versus the negative or the victim or the sadness. Mm. And I think, you know, it is, it's a lifelong choice.
1: You know, yeah, just definitely. find
0: it, and then you walk away from it. It is a lifelong choice to think this way.
1: Yeah, no, very, very true. Like we are in some very dark times at present. Do you think it this is the perfect time to be practicing gratitude?
0: Absolutely. Mm. And I, you know, one of the one of the beautiful things that I think has come through COVID is that people are pausing. Yeah. They are breathing. We are not running that rat race that we used to run. And I think that that has given everybody a moment of time to use, you know, to, to try and connect with themselves again. And I think that the the concept of gratitude is something that's going to grow in force, mm. not just through what we've been through, but hopefully what we will hang on to as we move into 2021 and we build our resilience again. And I think that, the other thing that's really happened this year is it's happened to everybody. Yeah. You know, it's happened to me. It's happened to you. It's happened to our colleagues overseas, but it's happening in the family home as well. It's happening to the kids. It's happening to the mum. It's happening happening to the
1: the rich. It's happening to the poor. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like it's happening to everybody. And I think, you know, that builds a strength of community and connection that we haven't had before. And I it in you know, my friends and their family and their homes, you know, it's starting in the home and I really feel that, you know, it's not something that you read about anymore and you wonder what gratitude is and you, you know, put it aside again and you'll read that book at some time. It's happening in the homes that people are really gravitating towards things that they can control, yeah. things that bring them joy, things that they can focus on to pick them up when everything around them is, you know, not great right now. Yeah.
1: It's funny because when we actually went into lockdown, um, I, everyone was asking me, oh, how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm actually fine. Like I had actually started meditating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was doing more exercise than I've ever done in my life because thankfully my gym had an online coaching program that I could participate in. So, I'd work, I mean, I was working out harder than I ever had in my life. I started learning Chinese. I was painting, I was doing my podcast. So I was hectic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was sort of like the the beauty of having those things to be able to fill my mind with and and to just enjoy. And I, I found it quite blissful because it was like I was honouring all of my wants, my artistic pursuits, and I was honouring them all in that time. It allowed mm-hmm. me to. I didn't have mm-hmm. to worry about how am I going to get to work? Am I going to get there in time? Okay. I'm at work now. Oh, that shitty customer, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like you didn't have to think about any of that. You Mm -hmm. just had time to focus on what you wanted to focus on. And I decided to focus on good.
0: Exactly. And, but I hope that we all continue to focus on the good, Mm. you know, like we, we are getting moments now where life is kind of returning to normal and hopefully that will continue. But I hope we don't lose this gift that we've been given. No, I
1: agree. I really agree. And really yeah. and really remember it even if we do find, you know, a vaccine and stuff. I really remember the time and how much impact it had on us as a planet and the
0: humanity. Yeah.
1: I mean, it yeah. really did change things for forever.
0: And to appreciate your loved ones.
1: Yeah. You know, definitely.
0: those people that you take for granted, but the next time that somebody rings you up to go out for lunch and you think, Oh, I can't really be bothered because I'm a bit tired or I want to run to the shops. No, you go out for yeah. lunch with your friends. Cause that's it. you know, when are you going to see them again? Life? Time,
1: time isn't a given.
0: It isn't. And that's probably what I learned in hospital as well. That's made me really, um, really charge ahead in life. Like, Life is short. It, it could is. be gone yeah. tomorrow and celebrate the joys when you've got them, Yeah. you know, because when, when the negative happens, you'll just look back on that time where everything was pretty good, you know, yeah. but you didn't stop take the time to stop to realise it.
1: That's it. So what are you grateful for right now?
0: Oh, what am I grateful for right now? I am grateful actually for myself right now because even though COVID has disrupted every plan that I had for 2020 happening, I've actually just over the last week made two significant steps that I wanted to do in my life that, you know, that I thought were gone. So I'm very grateful for the hap- the, the fact that I'm moving forward again. I'm very grateful for the fact that I've have found a beautiful home to move into, just put down my roots and to set myself up and I'm grateful for three people that I've met in my life that have n- enabled that to happen in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So, you know, back on track with
1: that's brilliant.
0: With the joys. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're really good things to be grateful about. So tell us where can we find out more about the gratitude jars?
0: Uh, probably two spots. So we've just launched in Australia and I've been wanting to get to Australia for back to Australia for a very very long time. So I know I disappointed people when we first originally launched and we'd sold out, but we are back. And that's at www.gratitudeglassjars.com.au, and that's where you can go to purchase. But also on our Instagram page, which is gratitude glass jars, that's where we really want to share the stories of other people that we've connected Mm -hmm. with, and that we want to be a hub of. People that can share, engage, speak, post of their own stories of beautiful experiences and joys and overcoming tragedies, and um, and that's where we really want to direct people to. That's so by all means, yeah, and that's that's where I'm moving forward with what I'm doing with gratitude as well. Really making this into a community, into a lifestyle movement. Mm. Um, and I never started gratitude glass jars off to be a business. So it's 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 always been more than that to me. It's about building this community of like-minded people. So that's the focus as we move into 2020, the end of 2020 and into 2021.
1: That's brilliant. I love it. Well, Claire, thank you so much for coming onto the show and sharing your story. I think it's absolutely amazing. Not only is gratitude glass jar such an amazing concept and idea that I think that we should all be doing. And I mean, even if someone doesn't purchase the jar just to practice it. And as you said, sharing their love on Instagram and sharing stories, that's what we need to hear. And that's what we need right now is to share the love between each other around, you know, humanity needs as much as we can get. It really does.
0: Yeah. And um, my last piece of advice is find the tool that works for you to allow you to do that. I was visual. That's why I created the jar. If you're a writer, write. If you, you know, if you're a connector, whatever, just find that tool that allows you to feel that joy every day. Mm.
1: Mm. Love it. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'll speak to you soon. Ants Talk.
0: It's like Oprah, but not.